A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This week on Pop Gaze, we talk Bing Bang Bong, The Last of Us, and Gaga's Dogs. Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pub Games. A pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. For postmodern queers! Yes! <laughs> Hi! Hey. How are you? So good. So blessed. We are back in the studio living yeah. our best lives. Oh my god, it feels so nice. Let's never go back. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Zoom. Yeah. yeah. It's gone oh straight God. to our heads. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Things taste different now. <laughs> There's a spring in my yeah. step. Yeah, <laughs> people are commenting on, like, my skin everywhere I go. Yeah. Mm. No, like, you look radiant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, studios famously making your skin glow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's really nice to be back. We love it here. How are you guys going? How's your week been? Mm, yeah it's It's actually been a good week it has been it feels shameful to say that because people are having such a tough time um with the mini lockdown oh yeah but i had the fucking blast i just moved and i was like i need to be at home so now i'm forced to and this is great how's your new house going it's actually really cute um (laughs) i was really worried at first because it's such a rundown house like the Um, carpets were really dirty and then we couldn't get them cleaned because the lockdown the steam cleaner couldn't come in (laughs) so we just bought like all these rugs and put them everywhere and now it looks like a brand new house oh stunning it's amazing what like a few rugs like laying over each other will do (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's like hide all the stains from the previous tenants yeah and that's it we had a similar thing a couple months ago because we, we used to have this like old like hairy shag rug that how was... dare you call me that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah just strewn on our floor um and we had like our coffee table sitting on top of it um and it's like one of those like legless coffee tables that you sit on the floor around so like you always had to be very intimate with this shag carpet as well and it was filthy and we like finally got rid of it and replaced it with a nice new like plain blue one and it just immediately like opened up and like cleaned out the room and everything's like it's like 
surprising to us. We're like, why does this room feel so like nice and inviting now? We're like, oh, that's right, because we don't have this dead animal thing <laughs> lying in the middle of it. Definitely helps. <laughs> this rotting carcass in the middle of the room. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was starting to be sentient, our old shag. So it was just like, we need to let this thing go. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like God. one rug, and I'm like, is this Vogue Living magazine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get more plants in my house as per, and like now I'm now I. I I figured that you can't just have lots of plants. You have to have plants with a vision as to where the where to put them. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just think that having heaps of plants will make the room look nice, but <laughs> it can still look shit. Yeah, <laughs> it just, looks shit, but you have lots of plants, which says something about you as a person. Yeah, which is that you can keep plants alive, and I think that's a compliment. I think that's very is generous a of you to think that my plants are alive. <laughs> <laughs> They're still alive for a bit. They got like a week left. <laughs> looking sad um the five-day lockdown you're right a lot of i feel like the first day like that saturday was like i experienced a little bit of ptsd i had a real uh sad day um i think because i was like last time they said two weeks and then it yeah. being, and then mm-hmm. that was like when everybody was like oh legally this lockdown is actually supposed to go for 14 days mm-hmm. and there was a lot of whispers and stuff going and around mm, absolutely yeah. It was a bit stressful, but I'm glad we did it. And um, to be honest, wouldn't mind three days of lockdown every, every couple of months. Week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, every week. <laughs> All right, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Four, four day work week, the Scandinavian dream. Yeah. Oh my goodness, mm. oh, they, those guys work two hours a day, right? Every time I hear about <laughs> Scandinavia, they work like they're like, ah, Scandinavians work ten minutes a week, and it's about to be more productive. <laughs> <I'm> like, Shit, <laughs> must be nice. Um, I spent most of, um, lockdown playing a video game. Um, I had to edit a lot of, uh, another podcast that I was in that was a backlog and I can't possibly focus on one thing at one time. <laughs> like, I have to have a lot going on. So I finally got into this game, this gay zombie game <laughs> that my friend got me called The Last of Us. Have I've you guys heard of, this, heard of it? Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. Have you heard about the controversy around it as well? well it- Am I right that it's, like, all these, like, idiot guys are, like, trying to, like, troll and reject the game because they're, like, she's a lesbian and they're they're not into it or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you can try and find some more base to their claims, but they just don't like lesbians. (laughs) So the first first, uh, game was, like, really popular. It came out in, like, 2013. Um, and then there was a long wait until the second one. Um, and pretty much straight off the bat, the second one starts with um, the spoilers, um, but starts with her like having a gay relationship or like ex- like experiment, like falling in love with this uh, other girl in the game. And then they like go and kill zombies together. And it's mainly about them killing zombies together, <laughs> and, like, doing all that stuff and, and like and baddies and things like that. And it's classic lesbian. Yeah, classic yeah. lesbian. <laughs> And I kind of like you get so into it that I'm like I forgot that like, oh this is actually like pretty monumental but yeah. this is just like and isn't it like the best selling game ever yeah. or something like that? It's one it won best game of the year I think last year or the year before whenever The Last of Us Part Two came out and the graphics are incredible the mm. story is incredible like part of me is like just trying to kill all these zombies so I can get to the little movie bits yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time the movie bits ends I'm like oh fucking hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to play. But yeah, these these MRAs like like 
I don't know what happened, why they're so mad. I try not to understand sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need all perspectives. Mm. But they, um, my old housemate was looking for a PlayStation game to buy her boyfriend for his birthday. And this game had won best game of the year. And she was like, okay, this sounds good. Um, and then she looked at all these reviews online um, and it was getting like one star reviews, like yeah. PlayStation store it has like half a star and stuff like that. It's because these MRAs came out and like went hard and voted really um, low ratings and gave it scathing reviews because they hated it, which happens to also female stand up comics mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. on Netflix and stuff like that. I don't know if you heard um, about Amy Schumer's The Leather Special has like one star. Um, That's fucked. And what, like, <laughs> Whatever you think about Amy Schumer, I think she's really funny. Um, she doesn't. A lot of people don't really like her. A lot of people love her, you know. Yeah. And also, like a lot of women love her. A lot of women don't like her, you know. It's not. Mm. It doesn't have to be just because she's female. But anyway, these MRAs went hard. Didn't give her a chance and just mm. like gave her one star because how dare she? How dare she be desired in movies? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I fucking hate that. That's a thing I'm considering when I'm putting out stuff. Mm. Because even on your Facebook page, you know how you get ratings and reviews. And Mm. I had this five-star rating on my Facebook page for the longest time. And then, like, this random dude who didn't have a profile picture gave me, like, one or zero stars. And then there was another one. And now it has, like, less stars than it initially did. And then I tried reporting those reviews to Facebook. But nothing happens (gasps) because it doesn't seem illegitimate to them. That's yeah. How, that sucks. How unlike Facebook to not be a bastion of Absolutely. truth and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember when they blocked um, news? Yeah, and yeah. now they it's lasted, back. They lasted for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they blocked the Bureau of Meteorology. Like <laughs> yeah, they they blocked Melbourne Comedy Festival. Oh, that's really? true. <laughs> <laughs> there was all this random shit that got blocked. Oh. Um, uh, uh, another thing we can blame our low ticket sales on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it's it. Facebook. Yeah, my show was too factual. Yeah, someone was saying that Eventbrite went down the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that explains it." <laughs> oh, that's tough. Am I a journalist now? <laughs> Oh my god! What a week for news. Um, how did how did you guys go with the lockdown? Were you guys well, Aurelia? You were you were nesting, so you were like, "This yeah. is great." <laughs> nesting, mama bird over here. <laughs> I um I used it as an opportunity to catch up on shows. Um, so I finally finished. It's a sin, oh. and it destroyed me. Oh, like I needed like that whole next day. I was just in my pajamas the entire day, just like walking from room to room, like. <sighs> like it was that kind of energy. Yeah. I haven't yeah. cried like that in like ten years. It's mm. full on. And you, you go into it. The interesting thing is, like, you go into it being like, "Oh, this is going to destroy me." Yeah. And then at the end, you're it's like, the "I can't stop crying." Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. And uh, like mm. we were chatting about this before, Jordan, but like how nice it is to have a queer show written by queer people, performed by queer people that mm-hmm. actually has given a shit about like casting, mm-hmm. you know, people with that experience. And mm-hmm. it makes it just such a special, nice thing. And like the show is so honest as well. Like I couldn't help but thinking like, cause I watched it with my boyfriend um, and we were just saying like, that's us. Like, you know, if, if we were that, if we were mm. growing up, 
in the eighties, mm. like we we would be dead. Like yeah. that's it. And it was just yeah. It it's really yeah, and it it also is. I mean, I don't know. They must have shot it before COVID really kicked off. I'm not really sure when they yeah. filmed it, but it was interesting the parallel between yeah. our lockdowns, how serious coronavirus has been taken as it should be, but how long mm. the AIDS epidemic was ignored, and mm. and also because of the misinformation and the and the like hush hush, like we don't want to talk about the taboo of like homosexuality and this kind of stuff Mm. so like all of those like stigmas shoved together just was this recipe for absolute Mm. like devastation Mm. and the and the heroes of the story the the gays in it they're not all angels they're not like saints and martyrs or anything like that like and it was also very interesting watching the differing views Mm. amongst these friends where i'm like this is the world that we live in Mm. that's very true like richie how richie has like this kind of like I'm invincible and like this whole thing is a, it is not a thing. It, it's so um, like he's pious and it's so frustrating because it's so exact. Like that's, mm. you know, there are always going to be people who don't understand it until they're in the thick of it. Mm. Scary, scary stuff. But yeah, beautiful, beautiful show. Highly recommend it to everyone. It will change your life. <laughs> yeah. It will. I'll watch it when I have a little bit more serotonin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to come crashing back down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm getting a little bit too full of myself. I'm gonna... Yeah, like, I need to be a little bit more depressed so I can write better jokes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe you need to watch it now so that then like the only way is up. You know? <laughs> it can only get better from there. Um, I really enjoy also the fact that it's like the thing that broke me is finding out that um, Richie is based on Russell T Davies who wrote the show and... And the Jill character is, is also real. based on a real Woman. person mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Which watching that show, I was like, I feel like Jill is based on a, like a, a whole load of women. Oh, you know, yeah, who... that's a generation of mm. hags that yeah, <laughs> watched yeah. their fags. Powerful form. hags. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful uh. show. Um, speaking of fags, we have to discuss um, <laughs> Bing Bang Bong, Clap for the UK, Han. Bing Bang Bong, Sing Sang Sing Song. Ding Dang Dong. Oh my God. <laughs> it was stuck in my head for such a long time. Um, you're all like up to date with the most recent episode? Yes. yes. Yeah. I was not surprised. I feel like this was, it went exactly as I predicted. Oh, sister going home. Yes. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Really. She really stayed longer than we all thought. Yeah. She went out yeah. first week. I did find it interesting when everybody was like championing Joe Black as I was as yeah. well, being like, Joe Black left too early. And then she came back and I was like, oh, yeah. no. She went at the right time. <laughs> no, honestly, I didn't like Joe Black to start with. Oh, wow. Because of that like whole arrogance of like, I'm, I'm a legend. Doing char- like, I am this character and I have all this experience and you better watch out yeah. for me. And then it's like, you're not doing mm. what they're looking for. Exactly. Joe's one of those queens where it's like, you are an incredible drag queen, but you're not good at drag race. Like, drag mm. race is not an indication of, mm. like, your caliber as a performer, but it mm. is a particular type of show. You know, there are queens like Trixie even who are, like, terrible at drag race, but, like, incredible queens. Yeah. Um, and I think Joe's one of those. Mm. Similar to Tia Coffee as yes. well. Like oh my God, in the I'm sense, love Tia Coffee. I really love Tia Coffee, but I was like, you are not going to no. win Drag Race. Yeah. Like, you are not. <laughs> I also think um, I have this friend who is a drag queen, and she always posts these like reviews of Drag Race, especially Drag Race UK, because she's from the UK. 
and um, she's just criticizing how Rue was reading Tia, being yeah. like, you could look like me if you had a team of 50 people. But yeah. like, guess what? Tia doesn't have a team of 50 people. No, that was she so insensitive. Yeah, she doesn't probably have e- even the funds to get those amazing costumes. A lot of the queens um, work at a drive-thru, like yep. Ellie Diamond. Mm-hmm. They can't be affording these types of extravagant costumes. So, yeah, like there is um, a place for drag queens like in my heart that are local queens scrappy they're scrappy and that have so much character but yeah they're not going to win drag race but um they have star quality in their own right mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. they're kind of like that that's a conversation that's really left out of drag race is mm-hmm. like the inequity between the queens especially the ones who I mean, like, watching Ellie Diamond talk about how her and her family had to disband because they all lost their jobs in COVID mm. and move into... I mean, she's like, it actually worked out well for her because she's got a spare room for her drag stuff now. Mm. But it was just like... that, Like, you can't have, like, a horror walking down in couture. Like, most of the time, a horror is designed her own stuff as well. Yeah. But there's... There's... Um, uh, there's queens, like... Um, oh, my goodness. What's her name? Aquaria. Who are literally walking down in like Prada, yeah, and then Heidi or Gottmik this season, yes, yeah, yeah, who's wearing like custom couture every single runway, you know, like has spent maybe you know, like what she might win, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She came into the competition a makeup artist to the stars, yeah, like to the stars. So of course it's not a level playing ground, yeah, yeah. I like it's interesting because. I remember when I started drag feeling this great sense of like, I need to have that. I like, I need, I'm not ready yet just Mm. because it seemed like drag race has kind of made a monopoly and it's sort of Instagram affied drag that unless you can have like this, like state of the art photo shoot with an incredible custom couture costume, you feel like, you know, you can't, it's not on the level. Mm. And I felt this need to have like variety of outfits as well, because I'd be like, Oh, well I did this gig in that outfit. So I have to now get a whole new outfit. Cause I can't like repeat outfits. Mm. Cause on drag race, they're like, Oh, you know, you wore those shoes in the last runway. It's like, who gives a fucking shit? Like, yeah. was my performance good? You know? And yeah. so like, I get a real thrill out of seeing a queen like Tia coffee who looks like trash, but <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. And a star mm. like bantering with the judges and like, Tia's like rapport and ability to like take the critiques and just like kind of like throw it back and bounce with them. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought was legendary. Yeah. Um, and I have enjoyed the UK season, especially for its like thrown together quality, because it seems much less pageanty than mm-hmm. the US, which yeah. is all about like these, you know, models with gowns and yeah i I find that the new season of u.s drag race i'm not that interested in because all of the queens are already so polished yeah and the unpolished ones like go in episode one or episode two and like no i want to see a storyline like Mm, the growth yeah the growth that you could see in the older seasons when everyone was scrappy and nobody had perfect teeth. Yeah. Like look at a door. Like, you know, she came in and some like (laughs) (laughs) danger field skirt and was like, you know, let's party. Me too. And that, that was such a fun trajectory to watch her sort of, you know, 
make it to the end. Mm. Whereas that doesn't tend to happen anymore. Yeah. No, this is true. And then we kind of forget that the the birthplace of drag is like people scrounging things together. Yeah. Mm. And as much as like uh, the popularity of Rue and RuPaul's Drag Race has been great, there's like it's kind of streamlined, especially like mainstream ideals of drag, which, you know, affects you, Charlie, coming into mm. it as well. And other people have been like, well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough of this. I don't have enough of that. I can't get in. And like, it is so expensive. It's so the expensive. makeup alone. Like people don't realize because it's not just like I mean, makeup in general is already incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. But like theater makeup, drag makeup is like you have to get the like really really strong stuff from specialty stores, and it's crazy expensive. Um, mm. You know, and people will just be like, oh, like. That's why when I get annoyed when I see people commenting being like, her wig was shit or her wig line was shit. And it's like people who've never done drag in their life. And it's like, do you understand how much like, you know, a lace front costs? Or like, do you understand how much like wig glue even costs? Like, you know, these things are not just like in everyone's like stash. And it's not always as simple as just like, just pay that, just pay that. Sometimes you have to just be like, you know. You have bills. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to eat this week. (laughs) Electricity is overdue. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. uh, It'd be interesting to see where, um, because I feel like that's the next thing that Drag Race kind of has to tackle and stuff like that. And there are already people who are dropping off who are like, I don't want to watch Drag Race anymore for, you know, various reasons. Rue certainly isn't um, the patron saint of (laughs) (laughs) of fracking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which is ironic because Rue started as a gender fuck drag artist in the yes. club scene. And yes. like you see old like photos of Rue and hear about those stories and Rue is a punk. Like mm. it was not the kind of very polished Emmy award winning package mm. that it is right now. So um, yeah. he definitely has in him a love for those people. But I think sometimes, yeah, he gets into executive producer mode and it kind of shifts into that, like mm-hmm. cracking it at the Queens. And it really was such a, like abrupt and insensitive thing. Cause they even had in that episode where Rue cracked it at everyone. About H&M. Yeah. But oh. like it, it, it followed like that really heartbreaking scene where they were all like commiserating about like, we've lost our livelihoods. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Oh, read the room. So funny. <laughs> oh my god, yes, I forgot about that. And then Rue had like an apology afterwards. It was like clearly some like producer pulled like Rue aside and was like, "You're coming off as the bitch." Like, yeah, wow. <laughs> also, I think that second group suffered all because of Joe Black. Totally, because Joe Black was like the leader of that group in some way, and was yeah. like, "Oh, I have this fun pink thing that was like from H and M, and then everyone else wore." Really drab shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the power of that UK King Dolls. Oh, my God. I have listened to it on repeat. I saw um, a video of someone in, uh, it must have been Poof Doof, um, <laughs> and it's playing, and I'm like, I forgot that we could go to clubs and that could yeah. play. Yeah. I still haven't gone out. I still have not gone out. No. Um, I don't like, think I have I've either. Worked. Other I've than been, gigs yeah. Uh, yeah. and bars and stuff, I haven't, yeah. We should go clubbing. We should go clubbing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that would be great. That, that would, would actually be, be very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Rainbow House Club, that new place? This is the one I want to go yeah. to. Yeah, I want to That's go the one there. I think that where they were playing Bing Bang Bong. Oh, <laughs> great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's so good. Uh, Bimini has got to win. Yes. I love Bimini Bombulash mm. so much. Mm. Her, like, just effortless charm. 
<gasps> Absolutely. And her kindness mm. as well. Like, she'll often, like, just tell people that you did really well. Mm. Like, yeah. and, yeah, just yeah. really nice. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see how they go. I heard someone say that the U.S. season, the reason that they're not um, getting rid of Queens <laughs> is because Rue is... <laughs> trying to elongate the series as long as possible so that they have a live finale. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh Keep my. dreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. We're going to be on like episode 96 and, you know, <laughs> seven queens remain. It's like, oh my God. Imagine how many people have had to like convince Rue that like having a live finale is not a good idea in the US right now. Yeah. And she's just like, um. <laughs> yeah, Rue's like, there's a pandemic? What? Oh, what? Never heard of it. I was the first to get vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> On a whole other note, can we please discuss Gaga's dogs? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I looked them up to see how cute they were. <laughs> I was like, who's coming to steal these dogs? They must be some cute dogs. And <gasps> they got oh my God, found. We've just found yeah. out from our good friend <laughs> with the, the hot tea. <laughs> um, dogs are safe. That's so good. She has two French bulldogs. The, uh, Gustavo and... I have another great name. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Um, I have to tell you, when I, like, uh, I found out at dinner with my family, with my pop there, and my brother was like, um, I was like, you know, she's offered $500,000 or something ridiculous for people to find the dogs, but she's not not offered anything to the guy I who know. got shot. And I was like, Took ah. four fucking bullets. <laughs> totally. And then my pop, quick <laughs> as ever, the man doesn't speak, but he came out really quickly with... Well, she knows what happens to the guy who walked the dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. She doesn't know where the dogs are. Yeah. Oh, and Lady Gaga isn't even in Hollywood right now. She's in Rome shooting a movie. Oh, my goodness. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the plot thickens. Oh. But she did call her dog Walker a hero. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, is. that's literally the least you could do. <laughs> the man who took four bullets. <laughs> but, but also, <laughs> she, he, he, she probably has some crazy insurance. You know, like, yeah. he is yeah. going to be on, like, a nice retirement. Yeah, he'll get on I Ellen. I so. Eventually, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> oh, my God, this <laughs> is poor Ellen guy. still happening? Uh, uh, she's still going, isn't she? Yeah, just she's dancing gone. in her mansion. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would you do if your dogs got stolen? Oh, for fuck's sake, I would tear society apart. <laughs> I saw... Because I actually read up about this, um... When I saw the Gaga thing, I was just so mind blown. I was looking up about dog theft oh, it's and so bad. it's actually a real thing at the moment during pandemic. Like they say that it's like, I think I saw some stat that was like, it's like, um, a hundred, a thousand percent more like dog thefts are happening at the moment because with all these lockdowns and travel bans and that kind of stuff, a lot of breeders who would usually get um, purebreds imported and this kind of stuff can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So people who want to sell purebreds are stealing like specialty dogs like French bulldogs or mm. Dachshunds and this kind of stuff when they see them out and about to try and like replenish their breeding pools. Oh my um, God. And also, yeah, sometimes they, if they're not breedable or they're desex, they would just resell it for a higher price kind of thing. Cause people will pay a lot of money for it in lockdown, especially um, and yeah, it's like a really big thing. And I saw that there was like, there's a couple in the UK at the moment that had their dash and stolen mm-hmm. that have put their life savings, like as the reward, um, saying like, no questions asked, we will give you our life savings sort of thing. And like, it broke my heart. Cause I was like, I would do that. Like I 
don't even give a shit. Like yeah. my max is a thousand dollars. My life savings, which is your life savings. <laughs> I'm like a thousand dollars. Otherwise, yeah, you keep that little monster. <laughs> no, I love, I love, love, love my dog, but I'm like mm, my life savings. Do I want a property or do I want a little dog? <laughs> Good luck, Kenzo. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck out there. It's uh, like those are your parents now. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, some dogs get taken for dog fighting as well, oh, um, no. which is yeah. brutal. So, you, like puppies and stuff. I remember when my family got a cavoodle, <laughs> hyperallergenic dog. Um, they were like, "Don't like make sure that there's uh, the dog can go inside at all times and stuff like that because they get like they will get used as." Uh, live bait and stuff like that which is so cooked but then yeah and so I like always saw the dogs are getting stolen for that I didn't know about the breeding thing but I also found out because now because our dog is like staffy pity husky boob lady (laughs) (laughs) and um people will like steal her as well to breed fighting dogs but also to like try and get her to fight too i don't think that anyone would once they meet her but (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) um but a a friend of a friend who actually got us onto the fostering group that uh we got sky from there were lots of dogs during COVID and stuff who, um, or like, sorry, after things, COVID, when things started to open up a lot more, people's um, rescue dogs were getting stolen again because people, like the dog fighting stuff was coming back and they needed I didn't know that that was stuff. even like a thing. That's horrible. Mm. Oh, it's a really, yeah, it's just really sad. And there's yeah. like a, a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of rescue dogs come from, dog fighting stuff not a lot but like mm. enough and they just um take a lot of rehabilitation they can get rehabilitated and it's really beautiful when that happens uh <laughs> yeah there is this netflix show <laughs> yeah. called canine intervention and we've watched two episodes because like that's the only thing i can watch right now is like <laughs> something that doesn't really have any substance to it <laughs> but it's this guy who's had this like dog he that had to be put down because it was aggressive and that changed his life and he became a dog trainer and he goes to people's homes and like Marie condos their dogs oh my god <laughs> i love it we watched them and it's like super nanny yeah it's like um he teaches them all these things and in the u.s there's actually i mean there's dog trainers here obviously but there's people sending their dogs to live with a trainer for a week and they're like after that, my dog came back, a new dog. And the trainer does, like, everything for you. Yeah, I saw that on Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kim Richards sends her dog off to get trained. And, you like, they show some of the footage of it. And it's, like, him taking the dog, like, with a pack of, like, already trained dogs. Because mm. a lot of, like, ideal dog training is about, like, the pack and, like, them yeah. understanding the family unit. So mm. um, he, like, takes Kim's dog with him and like 10 other dogs to like this like field and it's like them like sleeping out in the wilderness and like all this kind of stuff but then the dog comes back and it's like a changed man wow yeah. okay like i would pay a thousand dollars for that yeah 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 so many storylines in real housewives of beverly hills is around a dog yeah it's <laughs> a dorit yeah, yeah yeah oh gg um oh gigi what's his name uh, lisa Vanderpump's, oh gigi um, gigi it's like gigi or gigi Oh, the little little <laughs> ferret dog that I assume died years ago. Yeah, yeah. It just recently died. Yeah, R.I.P. Mm. Yeah. Jiggy. Jiggy, that's <laughs> right. 
If there is a dog hell, he's there. <laughs> well, I used to think that Jiggy was the 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 was Ken, her husband's like soul. Was Ken because um because <laughs> they were always attached, and I thought you know it was one of those things like Ken is the like robot body for this mm. little alien. <laughs> dog. dog. That was my conspiracy theory. So I thought that Ken would drop dead when Jiggy died. Yeah. I mean, you would assume. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm so. Oh, yeah. His face is so heavy with filler that <laughs> he could drop at any moment. Yeah. Oh, Lisa Vanderpump and her weird dogs. <laughs> She has a dog rescue that looks like it's solely for hand, like, designer dogs. I'm like, I don't know if this is legit. Yeah. This doesn't seem right. There's a niche for everything. There certainly is. Mm. (laughs) Um, While we're talking about Hollywood and stuff like that, did you guys see uh, Justin Timberlake's apology? I haven't. I've heard of it, but I... I've heard that it's crap. Have you seen the... <laughs> Do you want to fill us in? Yeah, have you seen the Britney documentary Hell yet? Oh, yeah, man. I've How did you it. manage to... Well, like, I couldn't find a way to watch it. I think it got deleted. Because <gasps> it was on YouTube. Because okay. it was literally... Oh, was that um, not the official platform? Was that, no, like, a rip of it? It was, like, produced by New York Times. Yeah, but it was New York Times and... Um, uh, who's the guy... The video ones, Vivo. You know how, oh, like, yeah. every artist... Oh, uh, yeah. Vivo, yeah. so it was like New York Times via v- Vivo, mm-hmm. I think that's right. Um, and it was legit. It was the legit link. And at that point it had like millions of views. Mm-hmm. And then my friends were looking for it later and I was like, oh, here, here. And then it was gone. Yeah. So it must be very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was kind of, they didn't really get into, um, they got into the conservatorship, how it came to be why it was brought in, but they also like very much covered um, a a lot of it was kind of about the um, media coverage of uh, Britney Spears and like some of the, the really messed up things happened to her. And um, I forgot, uh, or I don't think I even registered this as a child, but like, especially her and Jessica Simpson and Mandy Moore, there was a real fetishization Mm. of their virginity as well. Yeah. Um, So her virginity was this like, coveted thing that she was like this sweet teenage girl and when she was on the cover there's that iconic photo of her on the cover of was it playboy where she's got her um top unbuttoned and she's wearing oh, a rolling black stone bra. or something rolling stone yeah. that's it um and that mo- like they had talked about how she's not going to reveal anything she was just going to wear a 
cute pajamas in bed, yada yada. Mm. And then the second, say a prayers, say a prayers, <laughs> absolutely, protect her hymen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then her mum left the room, and the second the mum left the room, the photographer of convinced course. her to unbutton her shirt and all that kind of stuff. Because they wanted to be the one. Yeah. To break like, that yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it was like, like, it, so yeah. So grubby. It was definitely that thing where, like, she was manipulated into doing over-sexualized stuff, but also when she wanted to do it, she was punished for it. Mm. And, like, but I feel like we just couldn't decide how we wanted to drag that woman. And mm. it's yeah. just crime is a uh, crime. Celebrity is awful. So how does Justin Timberlake come into the whole thing? So this whole thing about her virginity was, like, a big discussion. And then um, when they broke up, he was like, she cheated on me with blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And he was on a radio station and they were like, did you take her virginity? And he was like, oh, yeah, and then, like, talked about it. And then he also played into her being, like, this, like, slutty bitch mentality um, by the Crimea River video clip. Do you remember oh, that? yeah. The video clip, he, get, he hired an actress to play... Britney like she looked identical to Britney and like it was all about her having a man over and then having a shower and him knowing and him her breaking his heart and stuff like that which is all a lie but he was just feeding into that um and it brought up a lot of things like the Super Bowl performance as well with Janet Jackson and how he really left Janet Jackson in the dark he was like look after yourself and that ruined her career it did that ruined her career and he was just like oh I had no idea. She planned it, blah, blah, blah. Threw her under the bus. And a lot of people were like, Justin Timberlake. Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> because his it's whole like his whole genre as well is like taking from essentially black R&B. And he's like this palatable yeah. white boy who everyone's like, oh, my God, look yes. at his crispy hair. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> look at that noodle mark. Oh, my uh, God. That like... Um, <laughs> Two minute noodles. Yeah, the tuna. Like <laughs> honestly, like that was only a thing because he was able to step on all of these women's necks. Yes, and copy mm-hmm. black music and um, be palatable by the mainstream masses. And now he's basically retired. Yeah, yeah. And it's so interesting that he's like next to all these like popular like scandals, and he's part of them. And, has and just he has scot managed- free. Yes. Yeah, he's still got this pristine image. Yeah. Nobody thinks of Justin Timberlake as a a bad guy, but I think he is. If you're a white straight cis like- man in Hollywood with yeah. money. Yeah, you're all good. Mm. And you he's can do got what this, you want. Now he's got this like cute dad persona as well. Exactly. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that he's got away like this. Talking about straight white cis males in Hollywood, Shia LaBeouf uh, and FKA yes. Twigs. Yes. That interview um, she had with Gail, what's her last name? That talk show host. Uh, Oprah's, Oprah's name. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wife. <laughs> Beard. <laughs> Lover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know who. Um, where she asked FKA Twigs why she stayed, even mm. though um, she was essentially being abused and kind of, I want to say, held hostage, although that's not the right word. I think it's the same thing. It is, it is, essentially. And she she said what everyone was thinking, what everyone should say, which is that that's not the right question to ask. Like, Mm -hmm. why are we asking um, people who are being abused why they stayed? Why aren't we asking the abusers why... Why they're acting that way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
I uh, like am uh, FKA Twigs coming in a uh, coming out about all this stuff is incredibly brave because it also is um, even though it's undeniable that she experienced abuse, there are people out there who will hear this story and not believe that it is mm. abuse, mm. Um, which is devastating. But uh, so she's really put herself into this. Um, you know, kind of firing zone of, yeah. of the of public judgment to empower other women to and other people in various relationships to be like, oh, what I'm experiencing is real, is yeah. real, and it's not normal to feel this scared and controlled. Yeah, and mm. which is why a question like that that has is laced with like victim blaming. It's just like this is not what we need right now. Yeah, it's 2021. All. Wake up. Mm. <laughs> and also, when she initially before this interview. I think released a statement or an interview where she said that she fell trapped in this relationship, even though she had funds to get on a first class flight back to her um, townhouse in the UK. She felt like she had to stay in LA and like she couldn't leave. Mm. And like that, I think that was so like powerful of her to say because so many people think that, the only way you can be in that situation is if you're um, a woman who doesn't have any funds to go anywhere. You're trapped yeah. in like a one-bedroom apartment, but it looks and it looks so differently. Like there's mm. people in these situations in Turak and mansions mm. and in the western suburbs in like tiny apartments. There's no person who's spared from this, no matter yeah. how rich they are or how famous they are. And it just amplifies how hard it is for like people in like lower socioeconomic situations like because it's like if even you know extremely wealthy celebrities can't you know are are feeling emotionally abused or trapped like imagine how you are if you are also financially limited Mm -hmm. like it's just compounded onto itself Mm. um did you guys ever listen to or watch uh the dirty john series no. no, that's another very similar case of um, a woman being like emotionally and economically abused by her partner, um, and super wealthy woman from LA. And in in, in the there's a Netflix series with Eric Banner um, and uh, that Southern woman. Um, <laughs> Reba, Reba. <laughs> well, we'll get back to Reba, but they in that they also like. There's a scene where she like suddenly has all these movers come pack up her house and she moves and she's still not safe. And the the thing that that really nails, even though it definitely like you know is another depiction of a wealthy white woman experiencing abuse. Um, whereas like it's there's a myriad of different experiences. But what it did show is like. It, it doesn't, it truly, like you were saying, it doesn't matter mm. how much money you have, where you are. It makes a huge difference in terms of protecting yourself later on for sure. Yeah. Um, but no one is, no one is immune to something like that happening to them, which is uh, devastating. But mm. I hope that, I hope that something comes from this for FKA Twigs. Just to loop back to the Justin Timberlake thing, did, what was his apology? Ah, so he says that, well... <laughs> <laughs> His apology, like, well, I don't know. I, 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 what is a good apology? I don't know. I can't, I've, I've read so many now that I'm like, oh, but he does say, he's like, yeah, I definitely benefited from a white misogynistic, uh, 
industry that supported me the whole way through yada 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 and who can say that in the same position we wouldn't do the same thing as well mm. um but i think a lot of people were just like too late yeah. <laughs> no i'm like where are the reparations exactly yeah. yeah so he's just like i take full responsibility i should have protected yada yada yeah. and like um, yeah it is too late it, it, if and you... not once did he say free britney yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs to use this platform for good now. Yeah. It's not enough to say, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you brought up Reba before. Yeah. It hasn't come out in Australia yet, but Kristen Wiig's uh, new film. Oh, where she's Barb and Star? Barb and Star's something. Summer Holiday or something. Yeah. It looks so good. It looks super camp. Yeah. Reba plays a mermaid in it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. When is it coming out? Um, it's out in the states now, so I guess it'll come out here in the next like couple months. Yeah, but, like I've been seeing like inst- they have like an Instagram ad that got advertised to me, and I was like, the algorithm has finally done yes. me a solid yes. and <laughs> show me uh, something I like. <laughs> do you ever watch a show and you're like, or a movie, and you're like, the casting agent and I have the same taste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you see the news about Mr. Potato Head getting a rebrand to yes. be gender neutral? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But I, I'm not sure what the new name is. It's just Potato, Potato Head. Head. So, because they used to have a Mr. Variety and then a Mrs. Variety. Yeah. Um, now it's just you buy a Potato Head. But wasn't it also a Mrs. Potato Head, or is that only Toy Story? Yeah, no, no there, there were there Mrs. were a Mrs. Potato, Potato Heads as well. But I think they're scrapping both. Like yeah. it's just going to be Potato Heads. Potato Heads. And mm. isn't that the way that, you know, deep down we are all just Potatoes. big blob potato heads? Potato heads. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I will say that, like, neither Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head look like they were fucking with a binary to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a huge Yeah, what person <laughs> looked at the potato heads and was like, I'm not represented by this? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do love uh, the dynamic of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story films. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's um, good. That, like, um, <laughs> George Costanza's mother voice actress. Yeah. yeah that, yeah, like, particular yeah. shrieking. Oh, my God. I love a shrill woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing. Um, but that's pretty exciting. Of course, everyone's getting mad about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, it's, it was always the same shape. Like, Miss, <laughs> Miss or Mrs. Potato Head. Like, there's no. Yeah. Like, there's no dick. No. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. They never had orifices. Like, it's fine. It's a potato. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you worried about a potato's genitals? (laughs) It's kind of like how, um, have you been seeing, like, all the, like, lollies and, like, kids' candies that had, like, racist names or problematic names Mm. have, over the past couple of years, been changing? Mm. Um, Mm. Like, I know that there was... um, I think it was like Chico Babies or something like yeah. that, and, oh, and yeah. Red Skin Lollies. Yeah, they've all um, they've all changed. Changed and Coon Cheese. Yeah, has yeah. that changed too? Wow. It's yeah, kind of, well, not yet on shelves, but soon. Yeah, which is good, but also a strange one because that one I'm pretty sure was like a surname. Yeah, it was. It is a surname of the family, but like there was this really interesting like discussion of like. Yeah, that's your surname, but also you could change the name of the cheese. Yeah, true. And not, yeah. like, 
it doesn't. You still own different. the company and get it's, the money. Who exactly. cares? Yeah. If my last name was a slur, <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. probably. Yeah. I would probably change it. Well, I mean, Fags might attend. Is oh, <laughs> that's true. Rocking and rolling. Fags might attend down in the Bellarine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I assume is owned by two beautiful older lesbians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ship to shore. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, those people against it are always saying that it's just a name. But if it's just a name, why can't we change it? I true. Know. Yeah. Now people got um, really upset, and the more that they defended it, the more I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Guys, yeah, who are the real snowflakes?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calm down. People mm. say they're not going to buy the cheese anymore. Rude. I just don't think it's going to affect their sales. No, I don't think I it don't. is. No, I mean I always buy Coles brand, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always buy the cheapest cheese they have. Mm. So if the prices are coming down, I'm buying yeah. it. <laughs> I'm a cheese stringers bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god! I give them to my dog as treats. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> people get so angry. At, like I, I mean, speaking of as well, um, we kind of we haven't really discussed this. It happened a little while ago, but the the Coogee women's baths. Oh yeah. Situation that was like uh, it felt like a an issue that ended up getting solved or a miscommunication thing but then turfs were just like we're yeah. gonna make this our lives <laughs> yeah so to fill the listeners in um the coogee baths um in new south wales uh got kind of like lampooned online because part of their um what do you call it like their um because it's a uh it's called a women's baths and it's like historical it has been like a place for women to swim and on their website, they had this policy, I guess, yeah. saying that um, trans women could only come post-op. Yes, if they had a sex change. Oh, that's so violent. Yeah. It is horrific. That it's, wording is just awful. Yeah, I, I just don't think any consideration was put in. Like, I don't fucking know who works there, but they don't know how hard it is mm. to yeah. go through that, to raise those funds, to go through recovery. And also some people don't want yeah. to go through it. Exactly. Yeah. And they're just as valid as women as if they did. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, everyone was posting on Instagram about this until it changed. Um, and but, then I th- it did. but I think they did like a halfway step, like... I think it's like they've fully removed that policy now, yeah. but at one point they were like, oh, um, like they did, I can't remember what it was, but they kind of amended the policy, but it was still transphobic. It yeah. still had like mm. a sense of like exclusionary, almost like inspection. Like, like how, how are you even going to know? Like, what does this imply? Like, are you going to like check in people's bikinis, you know, for our genitals and all this kind of stuff? Like it, it opened up this weird can of worms about scrutinizing trans bodies and it was just Mm. it was shitty Mm. but even though they've changed it i don't know if i was a trans woman i would not want to go there now you know i'd be like i don't this place has clearly shown that they don't give a shit about me yeah so like don't don't bother yeah Yeah. to sort of like yeah to to minimize the trans experience down to pre-op post-op yeah it's very yeah dangerous it's like who I just want to know who works there. (laughs) Give me their numbers. Like, give me their numbers. I'm going to egg the place. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of genitals, um, (laughs) did you guys see this week that Jonathan Bassett, who is Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls, um, he he put up a story that was like 
I think he's like lying in a cabana by a pool and it's him taking a photo of the coffee that he's drinking and it's just like got some caption like you know loving the sun or whatever and in the reflection of his coffee cup it like reflects onto him and you can see that he's naked and he's it's just got like his full dick hanging out oh my god (laughs) 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 it's so Uh, what is is he a packer (laughs) yes it's huge um so you know (laughs) Good for um, him. Yeah, good for Aaron Samuels. Um, to be the gay. His dick looks sexy it. pulled back, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, that's the, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with these accidental dick reveals yeah. on celebrity stories. I'm convinced that they're not Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. like, that's the other thing. Like, it was so well framed mm. in this shot as well. It's like, and he's, like, um, he's come out as gay and like definitely lent into the like being a sexy Instagram thought. So like I wouldn't be surprised if it's like part of his like PR new like angle. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm like that could never happen to me. I would never <laughs> accidentally flash my paws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. It's in my coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I go through phases where I'm really nonchalant about, like, naked bodies and then other times where I'm really, like, aware of it. But sometimes if I'm in, like, if I'm dancing funny, I'm like, this could be very funny to put on Instagram. Oh, I am fully naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, wait, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. I have that thing that I was um, thinking about recently, which is that, like, every time I get out of the shower, Mm. I'll, like, go straight onto my phone. And sometimes, like, I'll just be sitting naked on my phone, like, scrolling on Twitter or whatever. And I'm like, I haven't fucking put on anything. I'm just (laughs) sitting here getting hypothermia. It's yes. so hard to get out of the shower and just, like, actually get dressed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm I the it. least motivated once I get out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> and you think it's going to perk you up, get you yeah. ready for the day. And you're like, no, nah, I've been in a towel for six years. <laughs> <laughs> so violent. Um, have you guys been watching WandaVision? Bit of a segue. No, I haven't. But I've heard good things, and I'm also happy for you to spoil away. Yeah, have you watched it earlier? I haven't, but I do have Disney Plus. Yeah, you should watch it yeah. because it's. So I'm not even like a Marvel bitch, but <laughs> Josh is super, super into it, and so mm-hmm. I've always like kind of gone along with him when he's going to see the movies, and so I have like a loose understanding of the series, but. This series is, like, Disney or Marvel's, like, first, like, um, TV adventure. And they have gone all out. Like, it's... Isn't it, like, $6 million an episode or something? It's it's the most incredible, like, formula I've ever seen. Because, like, without spoiling, basically the idea is that, like, Wanda, who is a witch, has lost vision. And her grief has kind of manifested in this way that, like, this, like magic is happening that she's created this like fantasy world for herself. And it's this really interesting discussion of like grief and how like we create worlds for ourselves. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a quote in the most recent episode and I was like, I did not expect Marvel to be like hitting (laughs) me with one of these feels. But um, the quote was like, what is grief if not the perseverance of love? Yeah. And I just thought that was a really neatly put, beautiful idea um and yeah it's just incredibly acted really interesting beautiful show you should definitely watch but um also i found out recently that 
the actress who plays Wanda, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, yes. Is Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's little sister. She yeah. is. I had no that. idea. Oh, my God. Welcome to the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> the, you have have you seen the diss track? There's no. a diss track? Yes. It's like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen when they were like six or whatever. Um, it's them doing this like, yeah, like roast of Elizabeth, who's like three. And, it, and it's like, we don't want to play with you. You're a piece of gum. Like, and like all this kind oh of stuff. Oh my God, that's so rude. Yeah. I don't know why they did it. It must have been part of like some show. I am curious about that, like dynamic between yeah. those sisters because mary kate and ashley are like so close and so mm. weird and so weird um i remember when one of them got married i don't know which one but the photos of the wedding it was just like trays and trays of cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was smoking indoors at their like i don't know seven million dollar brownstone in new york city wow like, i think it's the one who recently got divorced oh nice yeah oh my god over zoom over zoom did you see this it's foreboding having trays of cigarettes yeah. <laughs> i'm shocked they're getting divorced mm. <laughs> what well, happened with the zoom divorce I, I don't know if it got like leaked or something like that but there is this just like footage up online like you can watch mary kate olsen's like divorce proceedings over <gasps> zoom and it's like mm. all these like people and like lawyers in like black just like grimly looking into the camera and I was like, this is a snapshot of 2020. Yeah, wow. she was married to the French Prime Minister's brother or some shit. Whoa. Yeah, yeah he Oliver. looks like a mobster. Yeah. He's like 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> nice. No, he does. Yeah. <laughs> but talking about weddings, divorces, let's go to engagements, I guess. Oh, yeah, oh. which brings us to our pop of love. Pop of Model and activist <laughs> Paris Hilton got engaged. Oh my god! I, I mean, whatever. I think she. <laughs> I think she's turning forty next week, so it seems like very like I need to be married by forty energy to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it was. It felt like just last week we were watching the Paris Hilton doco where she was with that other guy yes. and having that chaotic energy and like her talking about like how she'd just come out of a bad engagement and I don't know this seems very quick to me well the ring is huge and (laughs) 40 is the new 30 this is I don't know when I was like a teenager I was like I need to be married by the time I'm 25 oh Oh, my god (laughs) (laughs) I imagined this whole life I was like married really early and had like five kids yeah nice Um, but this was like a different time yeah (laughs) And I feel like people don't get married like that anymore. No, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, like, at my age, my parents were, like, they had me, my brother, a dog, a house, mortgage. Oh, my goodness. You know, like, they were on their way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, I was thinking about this the other day. My mum was pregnant with a third kid by now. And I'm like, 
she keeps like <laughs> I don't know. My parents have just started. Um, this is minor segue, but <laughs> they've just started planting seeds of like, "Are you going to freeze your eggs?" Oh, wow. And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm not ready." I'm yeah, like, oh God. I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's full on. Uh, I don't know. I think. Do you think Paris wants kids? Did she say that in her documentary? I don't think she does. I, no. Yeah, I think she wants kids in her life, but I don't think she wants to be a mum. Mm. She's much more suited to being a dog mum. Yeah. yeah, you know. Mm. Yeah. Given what I know of her, <laughs> given yeah. what I know about her dogs. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um. So engagements, pop or flop? <laughs> like what? in general. In general, in general, in general, the concept oh, of engagement. Concept. I'm going to say flop for Paris Hilton, <laughs> um, and pop for general engagements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have not seen her post a video, or mm. like, I just would have expected with her that there'd be a whole backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she loves to post videos on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's the him dropping down on one knee? Yeah. Did you see Kim and Kanye's engagement? No. He had this whole orchestra play for her. <gasps> her whole family was there. Mm. It looked like a fashion show. And then he dropped down on one knee. Wow. It was perfect. <gasps> okay. And they're getting divorced. So there's no yeah. hope. Well, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Kim Ye can't make it. And then like... who can? Oh, my God. I yeah. couldn't handle a public proposal. I'd be too... Oh, God, I'd be like, the worst. Yeah, no. I yeah. think public proposals are a big reason to say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. But some people love them. Like, some people, that's like... Yeah, you can say it. straight people love them. Yeah, straight yeah. people love them. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> have I told you about the proposals I had to do with my jobs before. oh yes yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. yes oh, up, very upsetting the penguins got involved and yeah we just want to do our job yeah. <laughs> leave the animals out of it yeah <laughs> but yeah i have to agree parasolton engagement flop engagements in general pop mm. yeah, yeah for sure a tentative pop mm. a tentative yeah <laughs> i don't trust paris's um taste in men <laughs> yeah cut the wristbands yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah flop for paris I find yourself, doll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Engage, like, she could have bought that ring for herself. She's basically a billionaire. Yes. And a lot of her doco was her talking about how, like, because she was sort of saying after the breakup of one of the other guys that she was with, she was like, I kind of feel like I'm, I don't have time for a relationship. Like, I'm so focused on being an entrepreneur and running my own businesses. Like, she wants that's to make my, her first billion. Yeah. And I kind of thought, like, it ended on this note of, like, her being like, that's what I want. Like, I don't want the, like, settle down and... I, I will just say though, you always notice that there's people who want a man, and they put that energy out there. They're like, "I want a man," and those people never got a man. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's people out there who have that energy of like, "I'm good by myself," and the moment you say, "I'm good by myself," some loser is gonna yeah. attach yourself to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's gonna be like, "Um, I need to marry you, yeah, yeah. because you are so happy by yourself that I need to destroy this." <laughs> And that's exactly what has happened to her. It is true, though. Once you start to, like, take care of yourself, you are more attractive. Yeah. Mm. Like, people see that you're, like, together. You're magnetic. Yeah. Glowing. Mm. She should be focusing on her activism. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she kind of has been with that, like, the stuff about that cult, like, I just, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You cannot be striving for a billion dollars, uh, but also call yourself an activist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I think that you need a little bit more introspection, Paris. Oh, yeah. Not to deny what happened to her. It definitely did. Yeah. And keep fighting the good fight. But also, yeah. take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck to the happy couple. Alrighty. Well, this has been fun, you guys. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you another time. Yeah. And <laughs> next week. Come see our comedy festival shows. Oh my God, please. Yes, do. please. Yeah. Yeah. Go to comedyfestival.com.au and type in our names. Our shows will come up. Yeah. Buy a ticket or five. It's cheaper if you buy more, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy six. Turn up as one. <laughs> Bring your whole family. <laughs> yeah, bring your aging parents. They love the gays. <laughs> Geriatrics yeah. love the gays. Bring your agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at popgayspod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, be gay. <laughs> <laughs> 